0: Gracious and kind words, Pastor Scott. Thank you so much for your kind words. And uh, actually, Mason was supposed to be here for my bodyguard. He's not here. (laughs) We had uh, uh, dinner together last night, and I I said, Would you be my bodyguard? He said, Yes, I will. So he's somewhere else anyway. Uh, It's so honored to be here with you all this morning, and I thank you so much for your gracious welcome. And your warm love. I've known Pastor Albert and Pastor Monica Hell for many years. And as Pastor Scott said, he was a small child there and he used to play with the aeroplane, he had pictures of the aeroplane in his room. So over 25 plus years, I've known Pastor Albert and Monica Hell. They have been such great friends in the ministry, great encouragement. Uh, very kind and, 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 and gracious person as Pastor Hale is always and very compassionate heart uh, to reach the unreason and he has seen uh, the desperation of the world and he really wants to meet uh, the needs of the people and he does that very sincerely and has a great effort to do that and we are grateful to you Generation Church uh, as a partnership we are grateful I bring greetings to you from our churches, our pastors, and leaders, and home of home children. They love you very much, and we try to keep up uh, with the information that we have with the home of home, and they they pray for you every day. They pray, for Pastor Albert and Monica Hells, and and they pray for you, and they're grateful. And they're growing up, and they're doing computer. They speak English now. They're getting good grades, and they're winning medals in the in the in uh, the physical education and their sports, and they're doing great and I bring uh, greetings to you from Pastor uh, Peter and his wife and uh, the, those are the ones who are taking care of the orphans in uh, the orphanage in, in Bhutan border in home of home. Also, I thank you so much for helping us build so many churches. Generation Church, GGO, 100 Club members. I think that you have built more than 25 churches in the northeast India, in Nepal, and in inside Bhutan. Bhutan is not allowed to have a church uh, inside; it's illegal. But now uh, we have home or house fellowship. Uh, they have you, you have helped us build in 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 doors. And in other places, in Nepal, in North East India, Darjeeling, all these Himalayan sub-regions. The Lord has really blessed us through our affiliation and relationship with Generation Church. And our relationship is not just uh, one day or two days or two years. Our relationship has been for many years. It's a very strong relationship with Pastor Albert and Monica and and, and you. And thank you so much for being uh, faithful uh, prayer partners, uh, supporters You give out of your needs You give out of your uh, You know, out of your comfort also You give and, and I thank you so much for being there Not only us, but uh, you do Lots of, all over the world And that's a great joy You know, when you give to other Other people in other Ministries, you have the heart Of uh, reaching out, the, out Those who are, have Not received the Lord and haven't heard the gospel. And you have do great in South and Central America. You do great in Africa. Our brothers in Kenya. And you have, you have helped us so much. And I thank you all on their behalf. And thank you so much. And it's a great joy again to be here with you this morning. And Pastor Scott, Pastor Mani, I mean, it's why I'm, uh, Malaysia, <laughs> And good to see Brother Dale, Barbara, and uh, Yogin Magali, and Portia, all the dear ones. Uh, thank you, and uh, I know some of you, uh, forgive me if I don't call your name, uh, I know some of you personally and look forward to uh, maybe s- say hand with you this uh, morning after the church is over. Uh, there are in the foyers, I think the cards are there. Uh, Pastor Scott may have mentioned to you, if you want to take that with you uh, in the welcome center, I guess, uh, there are cards of our ministry. You're most welcome to take that with you and just pray for those ministry. And uh, Home of Hope is there too. I appreciate that. Thank you. Well, this morning, I ha- I'm, 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 I'm grateful to you, Pastor Scott, for giving me the freedom to come and minister the Word of God in your midst. And I think my sermon already had have been sung in many songs, you know. <laughs> so, it will be, be a repetition uh, as we look into the Word of God together. Let's pray. Come, let's pray. Okay. Father, I thank you this morning. In the precious name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I come to you. Humbly before you I ask you to sanctify me this morning At this time as I stand before your people And before you Before the throne of grace I ask you to cleanse me Father right now By the precious blood of the Lamb The blood of Jesus Cleanse me thoroughly from the depth of my spirit Cleanse my soul, my body Cleanse my tongue and my mouth Purify me as I stand here to give the word of God to your people. Sanctify me. Set me apart in your altar. And Lord, I speak. Speak your word to me and to all of us. And I thank you and I praise you. Give you glory and honor and praise. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, English is not my mother tongue, so if you do not understand my accent, Uh, So, you have to forgive me, but uh, also, not only uh, that, but if if I mumble and fumble, I told one of the the churches, if you don't understand my accent, then I will go into Nepali, which is my mother tongue. (laughs) And then, if I have a hard time to understand Nepali, maybe I'll go on to tongues, you know. (laughs) (laughs) So, anyway, it's good to be here. The title of my message this morning... Uh, is, Jesus Christ is well in living. Amen. Amen. Jesus Christ is alive and he is doing well. Not only that, the message, the, another, the real title, the, the main title I have is, the Church of Jesus Christ is alive and doing well. Well, only two, three, amen. amen. Are you, are you oh, a church of Jesus Christ? Amen. Well, the message this morning is not only Jesus Christ is alive, but the church of Jesus Christ on the, faith this, uh, on the face of this planet Earth is doing well and alive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The church is not dead. Why? Because our God is not dead. Our God is alive. So is our church. So we are. We are alive. On the face face of this earth. By the power of the Lord Jesus Christ. We are sustained by his power. I want to turn your uh, attention. But you don't have to open it. But just just in, in Isaiah chapter 60. This speaks volume to me. At this time. At this situation, at this, at, this, uh, at this time and space that we're living in. It says 60, chapter 60 of Isaiah, verse 1 through 3. It says, arise, shine. <laughs> it doesn't say sit down and be gloom and doom. Well, when all the, all the situation of the world is trying to hey, Christians, you're gloom and doom. I said, arise and shine. It's a time for the church to arise and shine. All the time. Arise and shine for your light has come. Our darkness hasn't come. The darkness cannot overcome us. The Bible says the light has come. Now, you need to buckle your seat. It's not going to be 30-minute sermons. In India, two hours is nothing. (laughs) (laughs) If you're hungry for lunch, we'll order maybe the TGI. I mean, mean, it's not Friday, you know. Uh, uh, Maybe go to Chili's, you know. uh, (laughs) If you get a little Chili's, we've got a hot weather over here, you know. We've got a paper here. So, uh, a writing sign for your light has come, your darkness. You see, see, when the light comes, the existence of the darkness is gone. Amen. For your light has come, and the glory, I mean, it's, it excites me. I, I don't know whether it excites you or not. For the glory of the Lord is written upon you. Glory of the Lord. I'm not saying the glory of pop music star. I'm not saying the glory of one event in the world. I'm not saying the glory of one situation that you create on the stage to, 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 to satisfy the people and just to, just to make them happy. It is the glory, doxa, the command of the Lord has reason where upon you, upon the church. I mean, you, I mean, I need to, I need to listen to this one. It's not, not something you won a medal, somebody giving you a medal, or you, you won a prize because you are so good and competent. But it says glory that is given by the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ has reason upon you. Yes. regardless of your age yes. your beauty your color your race anything upon you if you're born in the born in the kingdom of God the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. behold the darkness shall cover the earth you know that darkness is covering the earth right now Look at Las Vegas I mean I one time I was flying up one time and the Las Vegas looks so wonderful at night lots of light but inside there is a great darkness. Yeah. Yeah. The world's light is nothing compared to what God's light can penetrate. Yeah. It says, you see, the, it says that the darkness, it says the, the darkness shall cover the earth. It didn't say has covered, but shall cover. Yeah. Today it's covering. Yeah. It's covering. The darker places are becoming darkest. Yeah. The dark places are becoming darker. You know, all over the world, wherever you are in America or Canada, Europe, South America, Central America, Africa, Asia, wherever you are, the darkness is covering the earth. But the good news is that, but, uh, but uh, the deep darkness, the people, not only the earth, but people, the, the heart of the, is so darkness. But what the Lord, Lord says in here in his word, but the Lord will rise over you. Not some kind of a cultural revolution. Not some kind of political party will rise over you. Not some kind of a, whoo, wonderful, I feel good. I mean, it's not kind of that feeling. But the Lord himself will rise over you. And his glory will be seen upon you. I mean, your glory will be seen. Well, what does that mean? Will be seen with Others will see the glory in you. I'm going to be explaining to you a little bit later. I mean, you know, you just just hold on to your seat. It says that his glory will be seen upon you, upon you, upon you, Church, Generation Church, upon me, Gotham Silal. And the glory of the Lord will be seen upon you, and the Gentiles shall come to your light. I didn't. He didn't say to come to the light of the Lord. Come to your light. You know what Jesus said. You are the light of the world. City. Set on a hill cannot be hidden. You are the salt of the earth. I mean, you know, we are the light of the world. We make difference. You know that? I make a difference in the world. Yes. Let me jump ahead. Ah, when I come in, devil is afraid. <laughs> ah, amen. amen. Why? Why do I want to fight with you? Well, no, I want to fight. I, 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 I tell you, one time there was a time, I'll tell you, in my testimony... <laughs> I really wanted to fight with the devil. Because when I was in darkness, uh, he he had them over me. He had control over me. Because I was under his dominion and power, under his clothes. But when Jesus set me free, I said, devil, come here. (laughs) And the Gentiles shall come to your light. We're seeing that in Asia. And he said, and the kings to the brightness of a rising. Wow. He didn't say just the people, the authorities, the kingdoms, the president, the prime ministers, the kings shall come to the brightness of a rising. As the violence, as the darkness of violence, cultural divisions, and fights all across the globe are increasing and rampaging. Persecution against the children of God all over the world are increasing and as the power of darkness gets thicker and is stronger, as sexual perversion and degradation of morality of our society today are covering the face of the world. I have a good news to share and submit to you. I have a good news to declare and demonstrate that the Lord Jesus is alive. And he's running from his throne in heaven. And through his church on the face of this earth. Therefore his body, the church is alive on the face of this earth. And marching forth in the commission of his master. And the Lord is storming the gates of hell. And bringing heaven on earth. The darkness of this present world and the world ruler cannot overshadow. The power of the cross and his blood. The blood stained cross of Christ stands stronger and mightier than any power in the world. And hell, and no darkness of hell and of earth, and no weapon on earth can penetrate the blood of the cross of Jesus Christ. Even as the sin increases. And all the power of darkness and demons seem to be pouring into the cultures, societies, politics, schools, colleges, and universities and governments across the world. The church of Jesus Christ is able and mighty through his blood and the power of the Holy Spirit to dislocate and to dislodge the strongholds of demonic attack, idolatry. And the schemes of the Satan in every nation, language, and community, setting the captive free, bringing thousands, bringing thousands of souls, snatching from the clods of Satan into the precious bosom of the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, Hallelujah! At the age of six, my mother taught me how to worship Hindu gods and goddesses. You have to understand me now. I don't come from the Christian background. I was the first one to come to the Lord Jesus Christ in my family. At the age of six, I was born born in a Hindu family. Worshipping demons, idols, practicing Hindu religion. And at the age of six, my mother taught me how to worship Hindu gods and goddesses. It was the first among the sons to take after the steps of his parents. In terms of religious and tradition, follow up. What has been or had been handed down from the family. So it was me. Because I was, even though I was the fourth in the family, I was the first among the sun. So in the morning, every morning, I would take the cup of urn and peel the water. Go before the sun. Sprinkle that before the sun. And come to my living room. And the fast of all problem in the poor house. The living room was, room was the walls were filled with the pictures of Hindu gods and goddesses, And I would stand there, you know, light the candle, burn the incense, and, and worship there every day, every morning. And I would do the same thing. After I do in the morning, I would go to my parents, touch their feet with their forehead, my forehead, and then receive their blessings, go to school. And when I, come back, when I would come back from this school, I would do the same thing every morning, every night. But the thing, what happened was as as I grew up, because I had a big family, poverty striked us. And there was not enough money for us to make our ends. My father and mother had a hard time to get us through these schools. And I would ask these gods, I said, Mm. in a way we don't have Enough money. Why don't we have a we have problem in the family? There was a contention going on. My, my father and mother were getting along. They would drink sometime time and quarrel. And I said, you gods help me and answer me. But there was no answer from these gods. And as we grew up, when I was in 10th grade, my, my brother, my younger my, my younger to me, he got attacked by the epilepsy. He would fall and he had a mal seizure. Not only him, but I was attacked by epilepsy. I would fall and I would grant my seizure. And I, you know, and I, but nobody knew what, nobody, I mean, I didn't know what would happen sometime. And I would, found, I, would, I would find myself on the bed and people are surrounding me. What happened? Because I had epilepsy. So my parents tried to help us to get, get rid of the epilepsy, tried to heal us. They took us to the uh, Hindu, Hindu priest. Hindu priest prescribed so many things and the buddhist monk came he you know he came at night and had his big drum and a bugle he, he you know he he blew the beagle and tried to try to chase the devil out of us but later on come to find out when i came to the lord that devil cannot chase out devil <laughs> he cannot cast out devil cannot cast out devil so then then the finally he, he they, 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 they took us to the witch doctor Witch doctor is a very a very dangerous man you know in 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 a it's more than a religious person he plays with the spirit wicked spirit and he can even call the spirit to come upon you and he can even curse you this these type of people who play with the spirit evil spirit wicked spirit he came to the house and he said to his mother, you know my mother said because of the your 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 spirit of our forefathers did not really satisfy this spirit, so that's why this sickness are upon your sons. The spirit of the forest and the spirit of manger where we keep the cow, kept the cow, or this he said, are angry with you. So you have to sacrifice to the spirit of manger and a spirit of forest. So he built a spirit house at night with a banana leaf and all the paraphernalia he brought. He cut the head of the chicken, spilled the blood. And then he offered sacrifices and the sacrifice we had to take in the, in, the, in the crossroad in the village and leave that for the spirit to come and consume. But nothing happened to us. I always thought, it would, I've heard about Christianity. But in my mindset we were taught through the history that the Christianity was the religion of the West. Christianity is the religion of the white people, so in my mind, it was a built-up mindset that Christianity came to India, English people came to India, rule over India for 200 years and destroy the culture of of, of the Indians, so it it is nothing to do with us. I've heard about that. But when I went to college, I finished my high school in 1973. In 74, 72, I finished the high school. 73, I went to college. In the college, there was a man who began to share with me about the Lord Jesus Christ. He said in a such a way that I've never heard before. But I tried to shrug my shoulder up. and say, no, I don't want to hear. Him. No. By that time, I was so sick of the religion, it was up to here, up to my neck. And I did not believe anymore in the Hindu gods. I didn't believe anymore in the religion. I said, I thought that, by, you know, that uh, up to that, at that time that the that, that gods are dead. So I, will, uh, I was almost going to be an atheist. Anyway, he began to share with me about the Lord Jesus Christ. And he said, to the Lord Jesus is a real God. He is the maker. He's the creator of the earth and heaven. He is God. I said, no, uh, I am born in a Hindu family and the Hinduism is the greatest religion. But he began to share with me, Gotum, I was just like you. My mother prayed for me. He, she came to the Lord. I didn't like Christianity also. I had the same kind of mindset you have you, 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 you have now. But he said, Jesus is real. And he asked me to go to church. And I, because of he, he was my friend, I went to church. And people were standing and it happened to be a pentecostal church. <laughs> and and you know, they were lifting up their hands and praying and praising. And it didn't make any sense to me. I said, wow, they're, they're having a good time. The real, real stuff is outside, you know. <laughs> and, 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 and again, he asked me. That, and then, then, then the, to make long short, and short, and then in one of the courses of my Sunday visit, one Sunday morning, a preacher was preaching and saying, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever, to heal the sick and to give eternal life to sinners. But I didn't go in the front. I, I was too proud. I said, no, I'm not going to go. I'm not going to receive Jesus. This Jesus doesn't mean anything to me. But that night I came to my room. I came to my room and I, and I don't know what happened to me. I was alone in my room. And, and somehow by the side of my bed, I knelt down. And I lifted my hands and began to cry out to Jesus. I said, Jesus, I heard today. You are the same yesterday, today, and forever. To heal the sick and to give eternal lives to sinners. Right now, I call upon your name. If you are real God, if you are a living God, you touch me, heal me from my epilepsy. And you touch my brother who is home in Mangpu, heal him also from epilepsy. I need that peace in my family. My family is torn apart. We don't have peace. During that time, I only, my, my, my thinking, my worry was to, to, to finish the college and get a good job and earn money and support my family. And I was so sick. I had epilepsy All other sickness and diseases were there. And I, 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 cry, I really cried out that night. And I tell you, my brothers and sisters, that may be the darkness night outside. For Gautam, that night was a full moon night. New, a full moon night, the brightest night inside, because that night Jesus came to my life. And something happened to me, some ten- tangible thing happened. I felt like something came out my physical body, went out of me. And, and I know beyond the shadow of doubt, I knew, I knew, I knew, I knew that Jesus touched me and healed me from this epilepsy. I went to bed. Next morning I got up and I went to went to and I w- open op- got up and opened the doors. I felt like a, it's the same sky, same cloud, same street, same trees, same birds are chirping, you know, chirping. And I said, but I felt like wow! I mean, I'm, I'm stepping in the new world. It's a new one. I, I forgot everything. It's like a new world for me because the Bible says all things have passed away. Behold, everything has become new. Hallelujah! That was that is. And when I came out, I said, wow, Jesus, I love you. You really saved me. You really healed me. And I went to college. That morning, I told my friends, I received Jesus Christ. He is the real God. He is the real Savior. He healed me. My friends were looking at me like this. <laughs> you needed more religion? No, I said, Jesus is real. And Stephen came, the brother who witnessed to me about the Lord Jesus Christ, because he's the one who told me about the Lord. And he, Stephen came to the college, and, he, and I said, Jesus, Stephen, I received Jesus, he's my real Lord, he's my God. His eyes became bigger like this. <laughs> and then what happened was, to make longer and short, and I went, we went down to my home, down to our village and town, and we prayed for my brother, Amar, who had epilepsy. And our some of the friends we came there my father and mother didn't know that but they, they knew that I was I, I was friendly with Christians we prayed and brother my brother got healed. we thought he was gonna die he, his case was so severe that he would die but now you know what God is blessing him. he is a pastor in Delhi pastor in the church has a beautiful wife, two children. He's he's establishing another church and just, his church is growing and kicking the devil left and right casting out demons in the name of Jesus Christ <laughs> My mother told me something my father and mother told me something she said you can go to church you can have friends she said, the reality I want to tell you the reality and he said, and she said they said but never dip yourself in the water it means don't take baptism I came down and then that Sunday, I went to, 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 to the college. Well, I went to the town where college was. Before I, that Sunday, I went to church. When I went to the church, the pastor was saying, today is a baptism day. <laughs> <laughs> today is a baptism. How many of you are ready to take a baptism? I went to the bathroom of the church. I said, I prayed. And I said, Lord, what should I do? I mean, there was this realism. Should I take a baptism? I said, and I heard the word saying, you know the word? You know the word. You have heard. Are you going to obey me? In the water today, take a baptism. I came out and said, I am going to take a water baptism. Stephen came and said, hey, wait another few days or another few weeks. Your mother and father are really angry at you. If they find out what you are going to do. No, I'm going to take a baptism. I'm going to take a water baptism. I took a water baptism that night. That morning, And then that night I wrote a letter to my family saying, I have taken the water baptism. I said to my mother, I wrote, I have dipped myself in the water. I have followed the Lord fully. And I want my family to follow the Lord because it's a real God. And I sent that letter. When I sent that letter, they received the letter and tore my letter. Burned my letter. And they said, you have nothing to do with this family anymore. We are not going to support you at all, and don't come home. We have no relationship, and they ostracized me. But God marvelously took care of me, took care of me during that time. I didn't go home for two months. Nothing helped came, but God provided marvelously everything I needed. After two months, I went home. I mean, the whole village was against me. They made fun of me. They mocked me. Then I went there and, and I went home and I went to the living room and said, my mother saw me and literally changed me out. She, she wouldn't let me pray there. And I would, I would go to the jungle, sit under the tree, read the Bible. But you know what happened? When, when, this, when you are really born again, when God gets hold of you, I mean, you're, everything is changed. Your mindset is changed, your thoughts are changed, your chain of life is changed, your lifestyle is changed. I mean, you know, you're not just getting into another religion. You are changed from inside out. You know, you, you're holding, it. your spirit is living now. I mean, you know, I used to be so afraid of the devil that night because of the spirits. But you know, during that, because of the devil's spirit, because the demon we worship, we were so fearful. At 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 the evening time, I used to run from the house to house. If I was walking into a small pathway, if there was a trees or dark place, I would run fast because people believed in the dark places there were vampire, there were demon spirits, and they would they would really get hold of you. So I was very afraid. So I, but, but, you know, when I received the Lord Jesus Christ and began to walk freely, I mean, I didn't, I didn't hear the audible voice to preach the gospel, to come to the ministry, but until and unless I preached the gospel, until and unless I, unless I told the people about the Lord, I, was, I didn't have rest. So every morning I would go from house. My mother didn't like it, but I, woke, I would go from one, one house to another house. and began to tell them about my story, my testimony, about my brother's testimony. began to share the gospel. And one finally came to the Lord. Another got healed. Another got healed. Another was uh, delivered from the demon, demon spirit. And as I was walking one day, I came to a group of people. There was a shaman. I mean, there was a witch doctor. A big turban was all over him. He was looking at me like this. I mean, I felt like maybe he's going to he's going to speak curse on me. But I said, I am under the blood of Jesus. He has he has bought me. I am his. He's not going to do anything to me. And he looked at me like this, and I said, and 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 and, and sir, even Jesus can't touch you. He can even give eternal life. And he said, Hey, I have a headache. Can you pray for me? <laughs> Jesus can't tell you, he said, "Can I have a headache, can you pray? I said, yes, I can pray for you. I laid my hand and pray in the name of Jesus Christ. He said, I feel better, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Power of God. Jesus Christ our Lord, hallelujah. You know, when you come, I mean, the, 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 the glory of the Lord will shine upon you. The, 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 the glory, hallelujah, the, the Jesus light is shining. You know, that's, that's a day and night difference. It's not from changing from one religion. And it is even, I'm even getting stronger nowadays. My preaching is changing nowadays. About Jesus. When you, are, when you are born again, when you are filled with the Spirit of God, with the power of God. The world the world doesn't have anything. You can get the best education you can give, best technology you can give, best thing, best religion you can give. But the world is still the same. It has problems. Only Jesus and He and His Christ can provide. God is not worried. Looking at the situation, I mean, people are worried. Churches are worried. Let me tell you, God is not worried about the world situation at all. He is not. He's bringing people from the depth of death, hell, and from the power of darkness. He's, 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 he's from the clouds of Satan. He's delivering, just like he did to me and my family, and, and, and to let you know, my whole family now is serving the Lord. Hallelujah. My father gave the land. We build the church. In Mangpu, there was not not a single Spirit church in '74. We started home church. Now in that area, my brother pastored the church Mangpu, and now he moved to Delhi, he started that new church in Delhi. He had two three churches going on. My nephew Edmund is pastoring the church in Mangpu. We have in the region there now. In '74, there was hardly a church. Now we have over twelve churches in that region. Amen. God is not worried about world situation at all. He is not biting his fingernails and pacing back and forth in heavenly choir or floor and panicking and saying, Oh, what's going to happen next in the world? I hope they will not vote for gay marriage in the Supreme Court of USA. I hope they will stop the abortion and I hope they will bring the press back in the school. Well... You want to bring prayer back to this school? Start prayer prayer service in your home first. He's not worried about it. He's not saying, "I hope war stops and the terrorists will be eliminated." I hope the UN takes. He's not saying, "I hope the UN takes firm action and the U.S. sends more troops to fight them." I hope. The world becomes nicer and friendly place so, the, the, so that they all can live in peace. That's what we're trying to do, right? No, that is not what the Lord is thinking. But the Lord's eyes are not fixed on the world's situation or problems. And the deteriorating, deteriorating situation of the world, situation and condition. That does not mean that he does not care about the situation of the world at all? But his eyes, listen brothers and sisters, but his eyes are fixed on the redeem of the Lord. The saints and the blood but con- covenantal children of his kingdom, on his bride and on his children. And he's concerned about, what he's concerned about? Is my church setting their hearts and minds on the things of heaven or on the things of the earth? Are they mindful of me or the situation around them? Are they pressing on me in these evil times and dangerous events or are they surrounded by the fear and terror of what is taking place in the world? Are they terrorized by what ISIS is doing or other terrorist groups are doing in the Middle East and other parts of the world? Are they terrorized by the earthquakes, the encouraging persecution against children of God? Natural disaster, territorial ter- 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 fight, fight. Rampant sickness and diseases. What are we looking at today? Where our heart, Jesus, where your treasure is, there is your heart. Isn't it? If Jesus is our treasure, our heart is in Jesus. And you, you know, Jesus said, in the world you shall have tribulation, but be of good heart. Hallelujah. But be of good cheer. But be of good cheer because I have overcome the world. Hallelujah. That is a good news. In the midst of the dangerous situations. Seemingly neg- negative situation. Seemingly overwhelming situation. I want to share with you this morning. And from the, from the day one to day two. From the beginning of the, of the time. All the way to eternity. Jesus is alive. Yes. He has overcome the world. Yes. He, is our Jesus. he is our Lord. Yes. There is a prophet in Old Testament. I love this story. You know, prophet, the Old Testament, I love Old Testament to read. It, it, it paints the different mysteries of the kingdom of God. And it's beyond our sometimes comprehension. But as you really read and it really meditate on those prophets. And it depicts the tremendous picture of God's kingdom. And his, his, his ways of dealing things on the face of the earth. And sometimes it doesn't make sense to us. But as you see beyond your natural senses. If you see through the eyes of the spirit. You'll get the answer. Yeah. There was a prophet Habakkuk. He questions about thousands of years, 612 B.C. The prophet, how about question this as you read chapter 1 through, I think up to chapter 5 or 4 there is, he said in chapter 1, he said, "Oh Lord, how long shall I cry? The prophet is saying there, and you will not hear, even cry out to you violence and you will not save. Why do you show me iniquity and cause me see trouble for plundering and violence are before me? There is a strife and the contention arises. Therefore, the laws are powerless. And the justice never goes forth. For the wicked surround the righteous. Therefore, perverse judgment proceeds. And what was the answer of the Lord to Habakkuk? In verse 5, we look at it. Look among those nations. (laughs) Ha ha, hallelujah. God is saying to Habakkuk, Look among the nations and watch. Be utterly astounded. For I will work a work in your days. Which you would not believe. Though it were told you. Saddened by the violence. Corruption. Injustice and moral degradation. Around him. Habakkuk poured out his heart to God. Judah's last four kingdoms were wicked men. Who rejected God. And oppressed their own people. Babylon invaded Judah twice before finally destroying it in 586 B.C. It was a time of fear, terror, oppression, persecution, lawlessness, and immorality. Today, all these evils are rampant around us, isn't it? You see, all over the world. You see, in the United States, all these all this things, fear, terror, oppression, persecution, lawlessness... Immorality are rampant all over us, but God is. Let me say this morning again: the God has, as God said to Habakkuk, the Lord is saying to us this spirit The Lord is saying to us this morning: God is in control of this world, and in spite of apparent triumph of the evil, God is in control. He's the Lord. God responded to Habakkuk's question and concern. By stating that he would do amazing acts that would astound himself and other people, when circumstances around us become out of control, we wonder and ask God if He has forgotten us. We wonder ask him God, if God has forgotten us, forgotten us. But remember, God is in complete control, and he will judge the evildoers in his own time he 's just waiting. Patiently for his turn to come. And the gospel is impatient, you shall have control over your soul. God is patient. But he has already written the final judgment. He's overcomer, and so is his church. We see in verse five that God told inhabitants of Jerusalem that they would, see, they, would be, they would see and be utterly astounded at what He was going to do. The people would, in fact see a a series of, series of unbelievable events. First, their own independent and prosperous kingdom Judah, would suddenly become a vassal nation. Secondly, Egypt, a world power during that time, for centuries, would be crossed almost overnight. Thirdly, Nineveh, the capital of the Assyrian Empire, would be so completely ransacked that the people would forget where it had been. Fourthly, the Babylonians or the Chaldeans would rise to power. And the people saw these events fulfilled during their lifetime. And I believe the church of Jesus is saying today, His miracles and signs and wonders and power fulfilled before their own eyes. In the midst of this, what is happening today, in the midst of what's happening today in, in the US, in, in all over the world, in Asia, in Africa, in the Middle East, I want to say to you, before our own eyes, God is saying to us also, as the same thing He said, said to Habakkuk and the inhabitants of Jerusalem, He said, Look among the nations, He's saying to us this morning. Look among those nations and watch, I'm building my church, hallelujah. He said, I am building my church, and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Amen. You see in China, you see in Bhutan, you see in India. Look at the earthquake in Nepal, yet people died because of this earthquake. But the hundreds of people, hundreds of evil uh, idol worshippers, hundreds of, hundreds of Hindus are coming to the Lord. doing because of the earthquake. In 91, 1991, burning wall was collapsed and communism died. People go, what was it? What is a, what is a U.S. policy or a U.S. policy? No, it is by the unseen hand of God. Power of God manifested and now the, the, the European nation are free. Russians and the communists is gone. Why? Because God is doing this before our eyes. Nepal, which uh, was claimed to be the only Hindu country about 30, 40 years ago, they said they will not have any Christian religion, nothing. But today, I want to share, I want to submit this to you. We have more than one million Christians in Nepal. Hallelujah. Church is being built up. Jesus said, I will build my church and gates of hell will not not be able to overpower it. In Bhutan, you cannot preach the gospel. If you preach the gospel, you will be put in jail. And several of our pastors had been to jail. But I want to share this morning, I want to share with you this morning, even in the house church, even they won't be able to build the church. I've been to Bhutan. Uh, we, have, we have people, we have hundreds of pastors inside Bhutan. And I want to tell you this morning, in a tiny country Bhutan, more than 30,000 are Christians this morning, even as I speak to you. <clears throat> Look at the Middle East. You may be hearing over the Facebook how God is pouring out His Spirit. say is coming, but you know what? People, God is pouring out His Spirit in the, in the in the lives of Muslim, Muslim terrorism, terrorists, and they're seeing visions and dreams and coming to Christ. Even even in India, even in in, in, in Nepal, the Buddhist monks, they are in the cave and they're they are there for a year. I mean, it's six months, one year, two years, and they're seeing Jesus. And one of the monks he, 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 saw, he saw Jesus and Jesus took him to took him to hell and he saw Buddha dying in hell. Wow. He came out and said, Buddha is in hell. Wow. Astounding, isn't it? Hard to believe. People who are thinkers, atheist, are you are you afraid of atheists? Americans are afraid of atheists. <laughs> Give them a bomb, they say, My God, the bomb is here. (laughs) God has a ways of convincing. I mean, he has a way. And I tell you what, you are a chosen race. Peculiar people, his own people. God's face shines upon you. God's glory shines upon you. You are the light of this world. Where are you afraid of anything? BBC, a liberal radio, a liberal newscaster, you know what they said The BBC years ago? They said by 2030, 15 years from now, they say the 35 to 40% of China will become Christians. I didn't say that. It's a liberal news is saying that. 2000, by 2030... Hey, hallelujah, where is the church? Where is the church? You are supposed to be claiming the good news of the gospel. Hey, church, you are supposed to be the light of the world. We are supposed to be the light of the world. Yeah. Amen. A few amens only. In Africa, villages are coming to the Lord. Hallelujah. Power of God is moving in power, in mightily. In Assam, just recently in, the, in, in, in April, we went there in Assam, northeast India in Assam, close to Bangladesh, close to Burma border. We had a crusade in thousands. But first night, nothing happened. A few hundred people, maybe a hundred people came together in, 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 in April. Nothing happened. And the second day, we were there. And my, my, my sister, Manima, she was my, she's my kind of a Timothy. She was praying, and she began to cry out, and she began to prophesy. Today, we will, see the, the, we will see the people from the wheelchair coming out. We'll see the people throwing their stick. And that night, we began to pray. Hundreds of people had come. And then we went, uh, there was a, uh, uh, one, one bishop came from South, uh, from Florida. He's an Anglican bishop, but he's more than a Pentecostal. I mean, you know, he's not a kiss my ring bishop, but it's like, like, a he wants to kiss your feet, filled with the Holy Spirit. He was our guest speaker. He came along with, with us, he was praying. And he was going uh, line upon line, and he was praying for the people, and we were in the front. And all of a sudden, I we hear the sound. And I'm praying for him. and this man from the wheelchair, his his bone is cracking. And he gets up and he stands up. I'm healed, I'm healed, I'm healed. And then the third night, the last night of service was a great, great finale. And a great finale was that thousands of people came. 5,000, we had a tent, we had to lift the, both sides of the tents up, and the people were on the road watching, and thousands came in. And what happened, they carried the lame, I mean, there was one young man, he was, was carried over, and, and he was sat on the floor, he couldn't move. We began to pray, I couldn't believe my eyes, the power of the Holy Spirit moved in such a way, in a mighty way. We pull him, come on, get up, in Jesus' name, he would not. He was sitting on the floor. We pull him in the name of Jesus. get up. He could not. He couldn't move his leg. He couldn't move his arms. Nothing. And few friends with us, young people, began to pray. And all of a sudden, we hear, he gets up. He gets up. All of a sudden, he gets up and he climbs up the stairs and goes on the stage and says, I'm healed. And the power of God moved in such a way. The wave of the healing and miracle came. And what happened, there was a one blind lady, girl, and I prayed for her and said, can you count my fingers? She said, one, and two, and three. And she said, I said to her, touch my nose. She touched my nose. Yeah. And there was a man, he was having a pain over here. I said, oh, I'm dying, please pray for me. We prayed for him. And we were so busy praying for one another. Then all of us and I have been praying, and look at this man, he was taking a picture. He's taking a picture. I said, hey, are you well?" Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine now. I'm fine. I'm taking a picture. I'm just enjoying it. I he's taking a picture. <laughs> and the Hindus women came. Dot on their forehead. Parted here. They have a red, red stripes there because they're married. Holding their babies on their arms. We were praying for them. They go boom, boom, boom all over the floor. They, f- they fell down. And then they were... So they don't just fell down. Began to cry. Weep. And then and, and, and the terrorists come there. The Hindu fundamentalists come there. And then one terrorist came. And because his daughter was healed. He knelt down and gave his life to the Lord. After two weeks he was baptized. <laughs> what God is doing. Power of God is moving in a mighty way. Not by might. Not by power. But by my spirit. And I hear, we have the report. After even we left. In that region, the Hindus and the Muslims, the Buddhists, the animistic people are seeing visions, visions of Jesus. They're pouring into the church. The light has come. The glory of the Lord shines upon you. Hallelujah. Arise and shine. Let the glory of the Lord come upon you. Let the people see that light. There's a sister. She comes to our hymn course center. Pastor Scott was saying, saying to you this morning. God made a mighty way in him course center. She is uh, uneducated. She's a housewife. And you know what God does to her? By the Lord, God gives her the phone number of the people. Call this man. See, he gives her the phone number. Call this woman. She calls them. He goes and pray for them. God reveals to her about them as she begins to tell people they are going to begin to cry and give their heart to the Lord. One day, one night, several times actually, God took her. To heaven, gave her a vision of heaven and hell. He sought everything. He sought to her everything. She's writing a book. She's under our covering, our 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 spiritual covering. She's so submissive, so so nice, so, so innocent. I mean, so 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 simple and humble. And God took her to heaven and hell. He sought everything. She's so uneducated. And then when she came back from her vision, she couldn't speak for a whole month. And the God the Lord told him, the Lord, him, she would speak in the right time. The Lord is going to give her the right time. And then he began to speak. She began to speak as the Lord gave her the time. Exact time that God gave and She began to speak. And then she began to go from one house to another house. And then began to tell about the people, about the vision that God gave her. And people began to come to the Lord. And now she's going all over northeast India. She's going to Sikkim and Nepal and in Bhutan, and also in Assam, and in the northeast India, and hundreds and thousands of people gathering, and once he gives the gospel preaching, once he relates this story, what God showed her in heaven and hell, hundreds of people are coming to coming to the Lord Jesus, crying out and weeping, Lord, save me, forgive my sins. It's wonderful. It's so, it's so, it's you know, just like the Bible says, it's the Lord's doing, it's wonderful in our eyes. Another story I want to share with you quickly. A few years ago, in the Doors Village, not very far from our home of home, in the Doors Village, there was a Hindu family. They had the first, firstborn, and it was a girl. It was a stillborn. She was born dead. And as they were thinking about taking her to the graveyard, the, 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 the mother was weeping because she was dead. And she said to to." The people that gather, can we just go and call the church people? Let them come and pray for my daughter before we take it, take her to the graveyard. And it, it's, but God working hard, she knew that there were church, there were church. She knew Christian people. And they said, no, 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 it's, it's dead, we, you cannot do anything, let's, let's go and take her to the graveyard. No, 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 she persisted, she insisted, please call the church people. They went to the church, church is closed, Mid, in the middle of the day, the day, midweek, church is closed, men have gone to work, pastor has gone to work, nobody's in the village. Only people they could find are two women, two women come in. they said, come, come, pray for my daughter, I mean, pray, pray come here, there's a, there's a girl born there, she's dead, but the mother of the girl wants you to come and pray. And these two women are just, you know, what are we going to do? A little bit afraid. And they went there, and, and, and they, they were just shaking. And, said, and they're looking at each other, what, 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 what shall we pray? Well, anyway, they said, well, let's pray then. They said, Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray that let the living life of Jesus come to this girl. And we thank you, Father, for doing this. And they, they left. And as they were walking out from the house into the foyer and into the porch and into the, on the other road, the man comes back and says, hey, wait, wait, what happened? What happened? After they prayed, the girl, what happened? She moved her leg. And then girl, the move her hands. Then girl not only moved her leg and hands, she began to Aah! she began to cry. And baby girl was raised to life from death. That their weeping starting to joy, and your their, their graveyard meeting turns into a miracle celebration of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! God says, Look up! Colossians chapter three. Look up. If you're raised with Christ, look up where Christ is. Okay, I'm looking up, but I'm bogged down. You know, this is going to happen here and there. I don't know how I'm gonna, how we're gonna make it. I mean, how, how my church is going to do, how my family. No, Jesus say, look up. Look up. Look up where I'm seated. Jesus says, if you're raised with me, then seek things which are of heaven and my kingdom. Set your minds and hearts on the things of heaven and my kingdom. Not on the passing issues of this world. We might be saying like the psalmist says, Lord help the Lord help because godly sieges. The faith will disappear. From the sons of men, we say this should secretly at the upright in heart. And we may be saying if the foundations are what the what can the righteous do? And the Lord says, I sit in my holy temple. Oh, I like that. I sit in my holy temple. Lord's throne is in heaven. His eyes behold. His eyelids taste the sons of men. And the Lord says, why do the nations raise? And the people plot a vain thing. The kings of the earth have set themselves, and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord. Now against his anointed. But he who sits in heaven shall laugh. The Lord shall hold them in derision. Then he shall speak to them in his wrath and distress them in his deep dis, dis, displeasure. Habakkuk had asked God why the evil people prosper while the righteous suffer. God's answer was that what, you, what your senses seemingly see, only those things that are temporal, but God's plans are eternal. Listen to this. What our senses is seemingly, those things on the earth are temporal. Kingdom comes, kingdom goes. President comes, president goes. Prime minister comes, prime minister goes. But God's plans are eternal. Our limitation, Habakkuk saw his own limitations in contrast to God's unlimited control over all the world's events. God is alive! God is alive He's in control of the world and its events. The Lord is in His temple. He is real. He is powerful. He's truly and fully God. Yes. Let me say this again to you. He's truly and fully God. Yes. Now as the prophet lifts up, lifts up, his countenance looks beyond the world sins and all evil situations and looks upon the heavens. power and glory. Over every creature and creation. Habakkuk Habakkuk instead of debating and discussing things of the world well, with God now he re- relinquishes his whining and murmuring. And now he says, His glory he says, His glory covered the heavens, hallelujah. The earth was full of his praise, his brightness was like the light. He had rage flashing from his hand. That is the body of Christ. His hands are the body of Christ, the church. You know that? To the body of Christ, the rays of hope and power and a miracle is coming. In Ephesians chapter 3, verse 10, it says, Now the manifold wisdom of God might be made known by the church to the principalities and powers in heavenly places according to the eternal purpose which he accomplished in Christ Jesus our Lord. So it's the church has the power. Church has the answer. There his powers are hidden. He stood and measured the earth. He looked and he startled the nations. And the everlasting mountains were scattered. The perpetual hills bowed. His ways are everlasting. I saw the tents of cushion in affliction. The curtains of the land of Midian tremble. You march through the land of indignation. You trampled the nation in anger. You went forth for salvation of your people. For salvation with your anointed. You struck the head of the house of the wicked. By laying bare the foundation. From the foundation to the neck. You thrust through his own arrows the head of his villages. They came out like a whirlwind to scatter me. Their rejoicing was like feasting on the poor in secret. You walked through the sea with your horses, through the heap of great waters. When I heard, when I heard my body tremble. When I heard the voice of God. When I heard the plans and the purpose, and destiny of God. My body trembled. My lips quivered at their voice. Rottenness entered my bones. And I trembled myself that I might rest in the day of trouble. Then he says this. Habakkuk says this. What he says. Though the fig tree may not blossom. Nor the fruit be on the vines. Though the labor of the olive may fall, fail. And the fields yield no food. Though the flock may cut up from the fold. And there will be no herd in the stalls. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. The Lord God is my strength. He will make my feet like the deer's feet. And he will make me walk On my high heels Though the persecution prevails Against his people Though the churches in the U.S. are compromising And afraid of what is taking place In the government Though the world situation and condition Become worse and worse Let us say with confidence and boldness In faith in our God Jesus Christ is the same yesterday Today and forever He lives, he rules Jesus is the supreme ruler, ruler, not the Supreme Court of USA. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's the beginning and the end. He's the Alpha and Omega. He's the King of Kings and ruler over every ruler. Ruler over every ruler. Hallelujah. I want to tell you these things. He is not dead. He's alive. He's alive in you. He's alive for you. He goes for you, before you, after you, and he, he fights for you. He's for you. I want to share this thing to you. Your destiny is not in the pain of the president of America. Your destiny is the hand of God. Your destiny is not in the pain of the US president. Your destiny church is that is in the hand of God. Nobody can take you out from the hand of God from the palm of his hand. You are the chosen ones not a cast out. You are the people of destiny. You are not the people of doom and gloom. Amen. You are the people of faith. You are not the people of fear. Amen. And you are not under the feet of devil. Devil is under, our, under your feet. Amen. God didn't create you, to create you to fail. But to succeed. He did not give you the spirit of fear. But he gave you the spirit of power and boldness. When you walk through the valley of the side of death. You will not fear evil. Because God is with you. He didn't create you orphan. He created you into his own family. He's your above father. He's your daddy. And you are his beloved. Let me end with this quotation from Paul. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, not trash. Whatever things are noble, not negative. Whatever things are just not justifiable. Whatever things are pure, not polluted. Whatever things are lovely, not lustrous. Whatever things are of good report, not a bad report. Whatever things are of virtue, not vile. And whatever things are of praiseworthy, not profanity. Meditate on these things. Lastly, if God is for us, who can be against us? Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness, or peril, or sword. Yet in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us and gave himself for us. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created things shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Father. Let's pray. Your chosen ones. Father, I thank you. I bless this church. The family, generation family. They are in your heart. They're the blessed one. They shine forth. You are with them. If God is for us, who can be against us? Lord, I pray that our spirit will work in them deeply. When they go out, their homes, in their workplaces, when they travel, they'll see Jesus beyond their imagination and comprehension. Beyond their senses, they'll see they're the victor, not the victim. The light of God is over them, upon them, and you lead them. Thank you for this church. Bless Pastor and Monica, Scott, Melissa, and all the dear ones in this church. I ask your blessing. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you, and God bless you. Thank you, you, Pastor. Thank you, Pastor Godem. Hallelujah. What a timely word for us today. Thank you so much. We needed to hear this.